if it's really just my mind running away with me and I can tap myself into how amazing it is to just, you know, watch a hummingbird fly and drink out of the hummingbird feeder or how beautiful all these richly blooming flowers are, I'm literally snapping myself back into right now. Like if you're really deeply in appreciation for what's around you or, you know, the sun on your skin or whatever it is, how beautiful all that is, you are literally right now. Spirituality gets a lot of side eye these days. And admittedly, some of it is pretty well-deserved. Things can feel a little bit floaty, a little bit out there, and more than a little weird. But I promise, it's not that crazy. It just needs to feel a little more human. And that, my friends, is why I'm here. I'm your host, Caitlin, and my goal is to take the super woo and bring it back down to planet Earth. Whether you're spiritually curious, spiritually closeted, or just a spiritual seeker who's itching to take things a little less seriously, there's something here for you. This is a Soulfire Productions podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm curious if you're going to hear the thunder in the background as I'm recording. Probably not, because this usually does a good job of <laughs> clearing out the background noise, but it is thundering and lightninging. That was a great way of saying that, but you know what I mean. I am currently in Atlanta visiting a friend, and it's just so funny. Being a California native, born and raised, also like horrible drought, so I wish I could send some of the rain over there, but it's just so fun to be, I don't know, in thunder and lightning because that never happens where I'm from. So anyway, <laughs> my little self-update for the day. Hope you are having a good one. A couple quick little announcements per usual, housekeeping, all the things before we jump into today's episode, and these are, you know, topical in their own way since we're talking about being here now and the present moment and all the things in today's episode, which we'll get into. But if you've heard me talk about, you know, biofeedback, human design, all of that before, if you've been around the pod for a while or perhaps on Instagram, you know that human design and particularly using your authority, tapping into your most aligned decision-making tool is one of my favorite ways to really keep myself into the present moment because, I mean, the present moment is literally the only place we can make our decisions. And so I wanted to remind you about two different offerings I have in the human design realm. The first one is just the regular reading. 60 minutes, we'll go into all of the detail about your chart. I also, as I mentioned, I believe in last week's episode, I have a new add-on for that. So if you want to have a little bit more support, you have the option of adding on three days of Voxer support. So in addition to that 60-minute reading, you'll be able to let me know 24 hours in advance when you would like to use your Voxer days, and then we will be in there for a whole day answering all your questions. I can offer you, you know, more tools and reflection questions for integration and support and all the things. So just a really fun way to help you go deeper and really integrate and embody the aspects of the chart that we talk about in the reading. The other one is Immerse, which is the three-week human design kind of crash course. Um, that is going to be every week for 45 minutes. We'll meet and we'll go over the three most important aspects to really get a handle on when you are new to your human design journey, or even honestly, if you are wanting to just deepen your practice with it and kind of, you know, it's always good to come back to basics a little bit, no matter how far along your journey you are. So lots and lots of fun. We talk in that one about your authority 
which is your body-based decision-making tool. We talk about your profile, which is, you know, the character you came to play, how you really understand yourself. And then we also talk about your energy type, which is how you exchange energy with the world around you. So these, I mean, if you get those three, you know, I want to say right, but I also don't want to say right. But if you really get a good handle on those, if you embody them and really um, understand how to implement them, it will make such a difference. It will get you so far in really, you know, fully integrating with your human design, which of course is a lifelong process, but it'll really set you out on the path um, in a really empowered way. So uh, both of those, there are links in the show notes. You can always come over to Instagram as well. Links are in my bio for that. I would love to see you in there. They are so much fun. And without further ado, let's get into the episode for today. As I mentioned, we're talking about being in the present moment, being right where we are. And I want to share a few things today on this topic because it's been so present for me. I feel like I've honestly been kind of getting beaten over the head with a stick about it. Um, the universe could not make it any more clear that I need to learn this lesson right now. And I mean, when I talk about this, like being where you are in the present moment and all the things, I like roll my eyes a little bit and I'm sure you do as well. It's a thousand percent one of those topics that make makes me feel a bit like a petulant little child, if I'm being honest. I'm always like, yeah, I get it. I know. Thank you very much. Been there, done that, all the things. And in part, I feel like I think about that or I feel that way because it kind of makes me think about growing up, um, being at dinner with my family and my brother and I would pull out our phones and he'd be like, be here now in this like very particular tone. I probably didn't emulate it very well, but you get the idea. Maybe your parents did the same sort of thing. And, you know, of course, being however old I was, whether middle school, high school, whenever, I'd always have that like little bit of attitude about it, like, oh, fine. Um, so it just kind of makes me laugh a little bit. But in all seriousness, I think this is something that we all really struggle with to some degree, whether it's, you know, kind of an only now and again thing that we kind of struggle with or whether it's a more constant battle like it's been for me lately. Uh, this idea of being right where we are and really enjoying it for what it is. So I wanted to share what has been coming up for me because like I said, I feel like I'm getting beaten over the head with a stick <laughs> by the universe, like so clear. Um, I wanted to share what's coming up for me and, and some of the things that have really helped me um, sit with it, some of my insights and kind of revelations around it, but also some tangible practices that have really helped me kind of ground into the present moment um, in case you're also going through something similar right now or perhaps just to bookmark for the next time you do. And so where I think I'll start with all of this is just to tell you that I have been very, very anxious lately, and this is not normal for me. I am not a very anxious person, although I will admit I absolutely used to be. This was kind of pre-functional medicine, pre-meditation, and learning to follow my intuition and all of that. But thanks to all of the work I've done in each of those areas, I really feel like I'm at this, you know, homeostasis point for the most part. Um in each of those areas. And I'm typically very even keeled. I'm typically pretty, you know, relaxed and able to go with the flow. So when I am feeling anxious, it's very clear to me that something is off. And for the past few weeks, I've been finding it extremely hard to be where I am. Hence, you know, today's topic, not like location wise, but just like this point in my life. 
It has actually kind of been interesting actually feeling this way because I've been a lot more consistent with my morning routine and, you know, good sleep hygiene and sleep habits and all that than I had been for quite some time prior to that. Um, I'll wake up and, you know, I have plenty of time in my mornings to relax and read and enjoy my coffee and do all my morning things like my meditation. But then like for weeks now, it's like I sit down to get into the meat of the day, like to do my work and create and all the things. And my mind is just gone. Like it's off and running. It's future forecasting and overthinking and like just having a field day out in that direction. And half the time I feel like I'm getting worked up over the idea that things might happen at some indeterminate point in the future. Like nothing has happened yet, but I'm like, what if it does? What if I get overwhelmed? Yada, yada, yada. And I just like spiral out of control. And, you know, that's the thing is that nothing on paper is really wrong. Like there's no reason, quote unquote, that I should be feeling this way. I have an incredible amount of freedom and flexibility in my life. Like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have believed that I was living, you know, the way that I'm living or that I am living the way that I'm living. That was possible for me and that I would be doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, I really love having the flexibility and the freedom to kind of go wherever, whenever to travel and visit new cities and experience different places and different people and even to visit friends who are far away who I don't get to see often. Um, and that freedom, you know, I'd been craving that for so long and to finally have it is is really incredible. And, you know, I'm obsessed with what I'm creating. I'm more inspired and excited about what I'm doing than I ever have been. I'm also, you know, not to do my own horn, but I'm literally obsessed with who I am and who I'm becoming as a part of this whole process as well. Like I've struggled for, I mean, pretty much my whole life with, you know, self-trust and self-worth, as you've heard in previous episodes, if you've been around for a while, um, all those things. And so to be able to say, you know, <laughs> I really love myself and, and mean it, you know, with every fiber of my being, it's just really, it's pretty incredible. And you know, so much is going right. And yet I'm still so uncomfortable with where I am. It's kind of this sort of, I don't know, moment where you really understand the duality of the human experience, right? And how wild that is that, that so many things that seem in conflict with one another can be true. Like I can be so happy and excited and inspired and all of the things. And at the same time, kind of be crawling out of my skin and desiring to be anywhere but what I am or not what I am, where I am. And, you know, I'm also kind of amazed by how powerful and incredible our brains are in moments like this, which seems weird to be, you know, feeling kind of anxious and yet also in awe of your brain, but literally like how powerful is the brain that I can logically know things are going well and be really happy and excited and all the things. But at the same time, I'm so consumed by these feelings of anxiety. Um, you know, despite going in the direction that I want things to go and despite invitations and really exciting things on the horizon, I'm still like, oh my God, I, I, I literally, I can't be where I am. And you know, I'm meditating, like I was saying with my morning routine, I'm meditating, I'm doing all the quote unquote right things to feel good and to keep my mood stable and to, you know, kind of prevent feelings of anxiety, if you will. You know, I'm doing all the things that are supposed to help you with these types of feelings. And yet I feel like none of them are working. I'm just sitting in this persistent discomfort and this persistent, you know, feeling of anxiousness in my body. And I'm like, what is up with this? It's so frustrating. And it got to the point the other day where I was so frustrated that I 
kind of just threw up my hands and had a little bit of a tantrum. Like I woke up in a mood. It was a Sunday, which are my days that I take completely off. So no work unless I'm super inspired by something. I don't even go on social media even for fun or just like check in, which I'm honestly, that feels amazing. So if you don't do that, I highly recommend. So, you know, this morning, despite waking up in a mood, I have so much time and space, even more than usual to just hang out and drink coffee and really go slow. And so I took extra time to do all the things. Then I went to meditate and do energy work and I did tapping, you know, EFT and all those sorts of things that are, again, you know, supposed to help get you into a balanced mood sort of state. And I got out of my like meditation and, and all that. And I was like, fuck, I'm still so annoyed. I'm still so annoyed. And all of these things that are supposed to help, they did not help at all. I'm still anxious. I feel like I will literally explode if I do one more tool or practice or whatever right now because nothing's working. So whatever, I'm just going to throw myself a tantrum. So I like kind of took my little annoyed self and I stomped off and I went to the gym and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go, you know, move and like, we're just going to sit in it and deal with it. And it's fine. Blow off some steam. And that really was my first aha moment. Like I had been approaching the way that I was feeling with the intent to change it rather than just allowing it to be what it was. Like I was meditating and tapping and doing all the things in order to stop being anxious, in order to prevent it or get rid of it, rather than just sitting with the sensation in my body and giving it space and giving it time to just be. And this is something, you know, especially towards the beginning of... I don't know, I guess my self-development journey, my self-development practice that I really struggled with was just sitting and allowing it to be. I always wanted to change it. And so it's just so funny to kind of sit here and be like, oh my God, you know all of these things, right? But these lessons, they're important. So they come back around. But the thing about these sensations, right, is they really just want to be acknowledged, whether it's sadness or whether it's a feeling of, you know, anxiousness or whatever it is. It just wants space and time to be exactly as it is. But we resist them because they're uncomfortable. It's not fun to sit in feelings of anxiety. It's not fun to sit in feelings of sadness or grief or whatever it is. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't particularly love any of those sensations. Hence me doing all the things I could to change it or avoid it. But all that really does is it adds resistance on top of resistance and, you know, do a math equation with that, you know, resistance plus resistance just equals more resistance. And that's not the way we get something to go away. The way we get something to actually release is just to allow it, which is so frustrating. And it's the last thing that we want to do in cases like this, but it's the thing that literally works the best. And so when I got to that point of like throwing up my hands and being like, ah, fuck it, I'm over it. Like, I'm just going to be annoyed and it is what it is and whatever. And I went to the gym and I had my time. It's like, that was when the sensation finally could be like, ah, I just, I can just be, I have space. And, you know, it wasn't actually the workout that that got it to go away. It was literally just me accepting the fact that it was there. And that was the way that I was feeling. And I just sat in it and then it let go. So this is really my first tip and my first takeaway for the next time you're in a space like that, whatever the feeling is, sad, sadness, anxiety, whatever. Can you just be with it? Can you give it space and time and allow it to be exactly as it is? Like maybe that looks like going for a walk and just acknowledging, you know, the sensation, whatever it is, maybe tightness in your chest and just breathing into it and allowing it to be there. 
maybe it looks like taking five minutes and, you know, doing a somatic practice, like going into that feeling and describing it, you know, giving it a color and a texture and a density and all the things. Maybe it's something else, whatever, you know, you feel called to in that moment. It doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to be this whole production, like very much was my pattern. I had to, or I had this perception that I had to you know, set up the vibe, quote unquote, and do the candles and the journaling and all the things. And you really do not have to do that. It can be as simple as just sitting down and and saying to that sensation, hey, I see you. I've got you. You know, it's perfectly okay for you to be here. And in that allowance, you become free from it. It'll release. And it's pretty, it's pretty magical. Um, it's the most frustrating thing, and it's the le- the last thing that I always think about doing, but it really, really does work. So that's the first thing that I really wanted to offer to you. And like I've said, I'm not always good at doing it, at really slowing down and allowing. So, you know, back to that time, that moment I went to the gym, like within the next week, I mean, within a couple of days, if we're being honest, I was right back in it again in the overthinking and the future projecting and putting so much pressure on myself to do more and to work faster Um, overwhelming myself with the idea of getting overwhelmed. So then not really getting anything done and then feeling more overwhelmed. And it's just this this spiral, like what the fuck is my brain actually doing? So, you know, it wasn't even quite a week later, the following weekend after that Sunday that I just mentioned, I was out driving, doing some errands and I was kind of having another pity party. Like, why can I not get out of this spiral? Why is nothing working? Why am I right back in it? I feel like I can't catch a break, all the things. And I feel like to help put some color on this for you, the the visual that kind of comes to mind when I've, when I think about the way that I've been feeling lately is life is kind of putting me through this lemon juicer. One of those things with the two handles where you put in like half a lemon and then you squeeze the handles together so you can really crush all that juice out of it. Like that is what I feel like my soul is going through at this point in time. And I don't say any of this for pity or anything like that. I'm just kind of trying to illustrate for you what it feels like. And actually, as the pattern app reminded me of the other other day, and if you don't have the pattern, if you don't have the app, uh, I definitely recommend getting it. It's terrifyingly accurate about what life cycles you're going through. It personally attacks me on a regular basis, but it's actually really, it's in a fun, like self-reflective way at the same time. So I don't know, maybe I'm a sucker for pain in this sense, but the pattern reminded me, you know, between then and now that I'm in a cycle where I'm really being asked to confront really, really deep-seated worries and parts of myself that I've been repressing. Um, It's asking me to really, you know, take into account and look at longstanding anxieties and attachments to what scares me basically. So, you know, just like super light and fun. (laughs) Oh my God. But it just so happens that I noticed when this notification came up the other day that the few weeks that I've been describing to you in this episode are what the pattern says are the peak dates of this cycle, this really intense cycle. So that all definitely tracks and no coincidences. So, you know, back to this day, I'm running errands. I'm just sitting there in my car, just kind of feeling this squeezing sensation. And I finally am just kind of resigned to the discomfort of it, right? Like just trying to zone out to the music, like whatever. It just is what it is. This is how I'm feeling today. Cool. And, you know, again, it's this acceptance of the fact that I'm just feeling a little uncomfortable. And that's what finally allowed it to release a little bit. My mind started to relax a little bit. And so I found myself actually starting to notice like, 
what was happening outside my car, like how beautiful these rolling hills were with this incredibly bright green grass, this vibrant blue sky with just these, you know, few really fluffy white clouds here and there. And I'm just driving by and I'm noticing this and I'm like, wow, it's really fucking pretty outside, like beautiful day. And I'm feeling this sensation in my chest just start to totally shift from one of constriction to almost like expansion and lightness. And I think the kicker, like this is one of those moments that you're like, okay, universe, I get it, message received. But really the kicker of the whole thing was the next song that came on. Um, I'd been playing my you know, release radar on Spotify. So a song I'd never heard before. It was a song and the only lyrics in the entire song were the words, just be. Like over and over and over and over again, just be. And I was like, oh, fuck. That is it. Just fucking be. And kind of what I realized, similar to the first story, is I was causing myself so much anxiety by wishing to be out of this period of discomfort. There's a lot that's going really well and that I'm so excited about, but at the same time, there's so much that's still shifting. There's a lot that's still unfinished and a lot I'm still working towards and goals and all the things. And I wasn't really admitting to myself how badly I just wanted to be out of this cycle. But in that moment, you know, finally looking at the beauty of the world and and listening to this song that's like, just be, I really felt like I could take a bit of a deeper breath because I was finally kind of recognizing or perhaps just really remembering how much beauty there is, even in that discomfort. Like, what an incredible world it is outside my window, outside my, you know, self-reflective window and the literal window of the car, right? Like, what a gift to be alive and to be learning and growing and to have changed so much in the past year, two years, however long. So even though I feel like I'm in a fucking straitjacket of limiting, limiting beliefs right now, like, how incredible is it to be living and to be where I am and to have grown so much. So the question that I took out of that and what I've been really reminding myself since then, and the second thing I really want to offer you in all this is how can you let right now be perfect? And you might be rolling your eyes at this point because you're like, I get it. I'm over it. Like present moment, blah, 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 whatever. Heard it all before. And I get it. (laughs) I hear you. I'm right there with you. And that's literally it. Like that's literally the point. Sometimes the most important lessons are the simplest, right? The ones we hear over and over and over and over again. They're also sometimes the most challenging. But as cheesy as it sounds, right now really is all there ever is. It's the only place you can receive. It's the only place you can make decisions. It's literally the only place you exist if you want to get really meta about it. So No matter what right now looks like, even if it's not where you want to be, even it doesn't look yet exactly how you want it to, how can you let that be perfect or how can you make it perfect? And two of the best ways that I found to tap into that feeling of now being perfect are finding something beautiful or finding something to celebrate. You know, I feel like so often the suggestion is come back to your breath or, you know, find something to be grateful for. And I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. (laughs) Those work sometimes. But I find these two to be even a little bit more effective, at least recently. So I wanted to offer them. Like when I start to notice my mind freaking out a little bit, I'll walk outside 
And even if it's just for a minute or two, so I can, you know, really slow things down, I'll just feel the fresh air on my skin and I'll feel the sunshine. And I'll just kind of sit with like, how good does that feel to be outside, to breathe the fresh air, to feel the sun on my skin? And I'll even ask myself, like, what's true for me right then and there? Like, am I actually safe right now in this moment? Am I taken care of? And almost always the answer is yes, right? Because the problem is really just in my mind and my mind running away with me, creating all these stories and anxieties and all the things. And, you know, I do want to be really clear that that's the type of situation I'm referring to where your mind is spinning all these stories and getting you caught up in it not a situation that's legitimately unsafe uh, because that's a very, very different story and topic for you know another time. But if it's really just my mind running away with me and I can tap myself into how amazing it is to just you know watch a hummingbird fly and drink out of the hummingbird feeder or how beautiful all these richly blooming flowers are, I'm literally snapping myself back into right now. Like if you're really deeply in appreciation for what's around you, or, you know, the sun on your skin or whatever it is, how beautiful all that is, you are literally right now. And a similar thing for celebration, right? If I can find something to celebrate, I think this is even more powerful than gratitude for snapping you back into right now. You know, if it's really just my mind running away with me and I can tap myself into how amazing it is to just, you know, watch a hummingbird fly and drink out of the hummingbird feeder or how beautiful all these richly blooming flowers are, I'm literally snapping myself back into right now. Like if you're really deeply in appreciation for what's around you or, you know, the sun on your skin or whatever it is, how beautiful all that is, you are literally right now. And a similar thing for celebration, right? If I can find something to celebrate, I think this is even more powerful than gratitude for snapping you back into right now, you know, it's really, really powerful. And I think we sometimes overdo this concept of celebration, right? It has to be these big things like money or raises or whatever, but it can literally be a moment that you're proud of yourself for, something super simple. And kind of on this topic as well, the very last thing that I want to leave you with for today is a mantra that I heard one of my mentors say that I have been finding so incredibly helpful kind of in these in-between moments, you know, in between these moments that I get anxious and have to snap myself back that I celebrate or, you know, need to ground myself into beauty. It, it helps kind of keep me tapped into this feeling of now being perfect. And it just, oh my God, I love it so much. It's perfect time, perfect place, doing the perfect thing. Because if I can really anchor into that belief, then I'm good. Even if now doesn't look the way that I want it to. If I can really anchor into perfect time, perfect place, doing the perfect thing, then how can I not trust that the next moment could be even better? And I just love that so much because I think it's important to, you know, have something to anchor into consistently that's not just a tool that you practice in the moment. Certainly any of these things that I've suggested can be practiced, you know, moment to moment, but something like that super simple reminder can be so helpful in those in-between times when maybe things aren't super stressful or anxious, but you know, you just want to keep that feeling going. So wanted to leave you with that. I hope all of it helps. Let me know how that landed for you and you know which part resonated most. Would love to hear from you about it. If you found this all helpful, please consider sharing the episode with a friend. You know, you can share it on Instagram if you do so. Make sure to tag me so I can see it and say hello. 
Um, as always, I invite you as well to rate and review the show, leave a five-star rating. And if you screenshot that before you submit it and send it to me on Instagram, I will give you access to my super secret playlist that I curate just for you guys as my way of saying thank you for supporting me and supporting the show. I am so grateful for you as always for tuning in. So with that, without further ado, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? This one I feel like is related to one that I have told you before, but like I said at the beginning of the episode, I am in Atlanta currently. I'm leaving in a couple days for New York. So just been on a little trip obviously. And I just got here and I literally, I opened my suitcase and I was like, what the actual fuck did I put in here? I think in an earlier episode, I told you guys about panic packing, how packing is literally the bane of my existence. So I will put it off till the very last second. Like do not want to do it. Would rather do anything else. And my sweet mom has been like, you know, here's a great strategy that you could use to make your life easier to not overpack because something that I realized about my packing procedure, um, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, I flew this time since I was in current, well, since I was in California and, you know, now I'm on the East Coast, but I'm really used to packing for driving trips. A lot of my trips in this nomadic period phase, whatever, have been driving trips. And so, I just, you know, when you're packing for your car, you can kind of have spillover bags and I don't need to be quite as selective, which I mean, it would be good then too, but don't need to be quite as selective when I have the extra space of my car. Don't always do that when I'm flying and I don't really plan out. I'm like, ah, these seem like things that I'll use. And then I kind of, you know, find things that I wish I had packed instead of the things that I actually did pack and I bring too many of certain things and not enough of others because I literally just don't plan ahead of time. Oh, Lord, I drive myself crazy. So (laughs) my what the fuck am I doing story is just literally opening my suitcase. And the whole week that I've been here so far, I'm like, what the actual fuck was I thinking? Like, I, I really don't. I really don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking is honestly <laughs> what I was thinking. So that's my what the fuck am I doing story. Nothing crazy just panic packing again. And my parting thought for the week, I I feel like I've said this a couple times, but I'm just getting smacked over the head with signs. And I'm kind of just wondering, is it always that the signs are this obvious and I just haven't been paying attention? Or is it really just that they're trying to be super clear with what I'm supposed to be doing and paying attention to and all the things? And I guess just encouraging you to kind of pay attention I mean, it's so funny, even I was already planning on talking about this topic today, you know, presence and being where you are and all the things. And twice this week, since I've been here once a few days ago and once this weekend, we did a mushroom journey. No one is shocked, but I pulled a card out of this incredible animal deck um, that my friend and I both have. And she actually pulled it for me, which is so funny, but it was the hummingbird card and hummingbirds are all the time at my parents' house where I was for the past couple of weeks between these trips. And the the phrase on the, the card literally is about being here now. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Clear as day. Thanks so much. So just, you know, pay attention to what's, what's coming up for you. I feel like the signs are everywhere. I feel like just oftentimes we don't pay attention, but it's really easy 
with the amount of times this has come up for me in the past like three weeks of my life to recognize that this is clearly the thing that I'm supposed to be paying attention to right now. So anyway, I'll leave you with that. Let me know what signs are coming up for you. Would love to hear it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.